With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. We've been talking about the spirit of early America. We've been talking about this idea of self-government. This is what made America so special. This is what has made every nation that has been blessed by God and strengthened by God unique in the world. Self-government does not mean a lack of civil government because God actually ordained civil government. Civil government is very important. You've got to be able to restrain evil. However, if evil is so out of control because people don't self-govern, right? Am I, are you tracking with me? Then government becomes the all-consuming power that ultimately is run by sinful men and women like you and me. And if they don't, if they in government don't self-govern, who, who's running the place? Selfishness, pride. And, and that's what we see in so many governments, politicians. Uh, we see greed without our, within our society. Self-government means you and me govern ourselves voluntarily by submitting and, and obeying the, the, the principles of God because they always lead to blessing and protection. Isn't that what we want in our country? Isn't that what you want for your kids? Blessing and protection. That's what I want in my marriage. That's what we want in our businesses. That's what we want in our churches, blessing and protection. And it comes when you and I self-govern. That's what early Americans understood, the pilgrims and even the founders. They weren't perfect, but they understood who was perfect and they sought to, to emulate him more and more, little more every day. And we talked about the early colonists. We talked about people like, uh, well, we talked about the pilgrims. And then ultimately we, we, we get into the area around the Revolutionary War. And we talked about Patrick Henry. We talked about Paul Revere. We talked about um, Samuel Adams and others. And, and these were men of character and courage. And do you know what gave them such character, what gave them such courage, which gave them spines of steel and such stamina and determination to be able to resist tyranny without becoming uh, barbarians themselves, they were compassionate and kind and tender-hearted and full of love for their neighbor, yet they were as ferocious as a lion when it came to standing against tyranny. You know, you know why they were that way? It's because they were led by their pastors. They were led by the pastors of their churches. They weren't pansy pastors. Can I say that? They weren't passive pastors. They were peacemakers, but understood that sometimes you have to go to war to achieve peace. In fact, that's the, that's the purpose of every just and good and godly war is to achieve peace. You want to arrive at peace. We're to be peacemakers, but not peace makers at the price of losing all of your liberty and allowing your neighbor to be abused and enslaved by tyrants. That's just a coward. Or somebody who, uh, someone who doesn't understand the Bible. So the early colonists had pastors like Jonas Clark. Jonas Clark was the pastor for 22 years pastoring these colonists 
and particularly the ones in Lexington. We talked about the battle at Lexington with the shot heard around the world last night. For 22 years, he pastored all 78 men who stood against the 900 British soldiers. 78 men stood against 900 British soldiers. Where did they get that courage? And, and, and why did they think, as members of the family of faith, that they even had the right to do that when the Bible says to submit to the authorities? So why didn't they just, just lay down in the dirt and, and let the British authorities trample over them? Because they had a better understanding of the scriptures and they understood that they had a right and a sacred duty to resist tyrants so that their neighbors were not abused and enslaved. And that their liberties were not lost. See, that takes a depth of understanding of the scriptures. And that's what pastors who were educated in both the scriptures and in the understanding of how God's word applies to government and politics. Those are the kinds of things that they were learning in their church. Clark was busy writing letters of appeal to the king of England, King George. Based on biblical principles, he was writing him letters. That would be like your pastor writing your governor of your state. Letters based on biblical principles of where he has stepped out of line and what his duty is before God to serve his people. Or maybe to, to your state congressmen and women. Or maybe the president of the United States and the vice president. I mean, this was not a passive pansy pastor. And after 10 years of pastor Jonas Clark trying to keep the peace and try every means possible, every strategy that he could think of to reconcile with this overbearing government, this tyrant of a king, he finally set his congregants, his parishioners, the family of faith that he loved, he sent them out into the field to stop the government thugs from forcefully taking all of their, their property, their goods, and their money and trampling all of their liberties. The pastor sent them out to do that. I don't know how many pastors would, would have the courage and the biblical depth of understanding to know their rights before God and their sacred duty before God to resist that kind of tyranny. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think Traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Here's what 
Marshall Foster, the author of the American Covenant book we've been reading, he said, pastors must lead if churches are going to stand in America today. Pastors must lead. They must know the Bible's principles and defend the right to stand against tyrants. Resistance to tyrants is loyalty to God. If we're going to protect and love our neighbors, we cannot let monsters and wolves devour them. But we've got to do it God's way. When we do things God's way, it's the loving way. It's the peaceful way. It's the kind and compassionate way. But it's the strong way. It's the courageous way. It's the fearless way and the self-sacrificing way. And it always puts others before ourselves. Get this. The King of England, King George, you know who he blamed the entire American Revolution on? He actually pinned it on somebody. You know what he said? He said that the blame for the American Revolution was on the evangelical pastors. <laughs> it was on the pastors. The, the, the pastors were not just, you know, going along to get along. Yes, whatever you say, we don't want to be uh, seen as uh, uh, disobedient. We don't want to be. No, they weren't like that. They understood that the king was in disobedience to the God that had put him in that place and allowed him to be king. He's to be a minister of God for the service of the people for their good. And they understood that it was their responsibility to call him out. The king isn't God. Governors are not God. Presidents are not God. God is God and they serve under God. And if they don't, they need to be replaced for the good of the people. If you love your neighbor. And King George said this, he was quoted as saying, my colonists, he thought the colonists belonged to him, right? They were from England. He said, my colonists have run off with a Presbyterian pastor. It was the pastors who were leading them. Pastors with biblical knowledge. It's so sad to go into some churches and you see men just getting bored because it's about bake sales and Bible studies. And, and, and I love baked goods. I'm, I got nothing against them. I love Bible studies. But people of courage want to see that God cares about bad governments and tyrants running roughshod over businesses and taking people's property and abusing people who can't defend themselves. And they want to get involved and make a difference in their world and not just see the future go down the toilet for their children. And those are the kind of pastors that we need today. And, you know, I, I'm fortunate to fellowship at a church with a pastor like that. He's a bad. Can I say that? He's a pastor who's not a wuss. He's got courage. And there's several of them in California that are really taking it on the chin. And I'm very proud of them. I pray for them. And I, I want to ask you and encourage you to pray for your pastor, that God would give your pastor courage. Pray for him. Tell him you're behind him. Tell him you support him. Tell him that if he resists tyranny in your town, in your city, in your state, you will stand with him. Don't, don't have him stand out there all by himself. Back him up. Let him know you'll stand. Let local business owners know that you will stand with them. You will support them. You will pray for them. 
in your prayer closet and with your pocketbook. Support one another. Stand for truth. And here's a great recommendation that you could give to your pastor. Have him read a book called Lex Rex by Samuel Rutherford. Lex Rex or the law and the prince. That's what it means. The law and the prince, the law and the king, the law and the, in the great government leader. And it'll help him understand the great principles and theories that the early American colonists heard from their biblically knowledgeable pastors who pushed back tyranny and secured liberty for you and me. Lex Rex. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.